Not gonna lie, this shit crazy. Episode 7 of Hello. Unapologetically Melanated. Hello, our lovely listeners. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Rhetorical <laughs> question, clearly. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Get into Wins it. Wins and losses. I'll let you start. I always feel like I start. Oh, uh, my loss. I'll, my computer's dead. So today no. I'll be reading <laughs> off my phone, which is absolutely, I hate it. I feel like I'm like squinting. Um, Zooming in like. Yes. But yeah, I left my computer charger. My, I opened my computer is 5%. And I'm just like, uh, are you serious? I don't know. So that's my loss. Um, when? Um, I had a really big class last night. So if you don't know, I'm a trainer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Maybe I haven't um, noticed. On Tuesdays at 630, I have a hit class. And I had like 13, 14 people. It was big. I was like, wow. You said the happy. usual be like, what, four? Four to six. Mm-hmm. I, no, I feel like six. Six is like average. Mm-hmm. Six people. So to have like that many yesterday, I was like, wow. Hey, it was so that was exciting. What about you? Uh loss is um trying to think. Loss, 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 loss. I can't think right now. A loss. It's always a loss when you spend more money. Oh than no, you someone thought. stole your uh fin- Savage Fancy package. Oh yeah, someone stole my package. So um surprise, have a brand deal with Savage Fancy. Oh yeah. Ooh, but yeah. um yeah, somebody stole my package that was for it and very much irritated by that because all that does is set me back and make the whole content creation like it just make it longer and yeah, it draws. Because you it don't out have what you need to do what I have yeah. to do. So yes, that is my loss. Somebody definitely stole my package. But a win is that yesterday I went up in my PR on deadlift. So That's good. Um again, I have to I can't even remember what it was, but uh no loss is when i took that pre-workout and i was oh, itching yeah. like hell i did total war that was my first time having be it be mindful guys of total war because it's it makes war you in your body it's it's definitely out there but yeah i pr'd and deadlift so super excited about that and getting around to doing my laundry <laughs> yeah, that's good yeah I'm looking like some fresh laundry okay all so right. what is your sound of, of the week, week. all right Hooking my phone up. My song of the week. Y'all probably have heard this. Hold on. I got to go to it. It's a TikTok sound. It's a TikTok sound? Yeah. Like the song is trending on TikTok or it's an actual sound? Okay. We've been singing it. Just high fever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's doing it. There we go. It's playing over. I wish I had a time machine. This song is in my head. I wish I had a time machine. Do you so, actually play like another is the the whole song like I have good? no idea. And we're not gonna find out today. <laughs> that song is like three minutes. So I'm just playing like that part that I seen on TikTok. But it's called Time Machine, isn't it? How does some of your song of the week you don't know anything it's about it? It's a TikTok it. sound. It is called Time Machine. I'm sorry, y'all. It's about Mooney Long, the Hours and Hours Girl. 
So people are like dancing like Michael Jackson. That's what she's she's saying. Hee hee. (laughs) So that's the joke. All right, I'm gonna play your song now. My song is Found with Tim's and Brent Fires. So that is my song of the week, which you probably heard this song as well. It's newer. Very peaceful. Love that song. I love like, it too. I hearing it. That and uh, what's the other song right now that's popular? The one I was gonna do at first. My mind literally just went blank. Thanks. Oh, free mind. Oh yeah, that one too. I like too. Those are both been like really popular. I liked it, but I uh, she was y'all don't know she's a Nigerian artist, but uh, she was on S. You don't need no body. She's that one that was actually like singing. Mm-hmm. She's the one that made the song. What it is. And then they put Justin Bieber on that remix that and ruined so it. That was so That was why. That song. That song was already popular without him. I feel like they did it to like reach other people. And it was just <laughs> like. <people>. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, child, that song was perfectly fine without Justin Bieber on it. Look, I, I, I like Justin that Bieber, but. Afro beat. I don't know. I feel like they're trying to expand it to basically not black people. And so I feel like they put yeah, so I feel like they put Justin Bieber in it to make it more which I think him being on it did make it mm-hmm. even more popular, which I get. But I was just like out of all the American artists. He artist, didn't even sound right on it. He didn't. But it's it's okay. Well but yeah, Tim's. Getting all her right. flowers. Yeah, she's good. All right, movie, T V, what you been watching? So, um you watch Ozark, right? Mm-hmm. I so, haven't started the new season, but I do watch it. Yeah, I'm finishing up the third season, but there's a new season of Ozark, so I'll be watching that soon. But what I have been watching, it's like, um, it's a show, but it's like the short series type mm-hmm. show. So the one I've been watching, right, it's on Hulu, but it's airing on TV. It's called Women of the Movement. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's about Emmett Till's mother, mm-hmm. uh, Mammy Till. And basically, you know, like the whole story with Emmett Till. And it's basically more just like, Harping in on her and like it's like a docu series or like a it's like one it's like a it's like a short series but it's like one of those reenactment type oh, ones so okay. it's so yeah it's like, okay, it's gotcha, like gotcha. actresses and uh, actors and stuff that's like acting it out but it's actually really good it gives you I feel like even more insight mm-hmm. on not just him but like what his mother like did and mm-hmm. I was like fact checking it as I was watching it and it was like spot like, on and it was very spot on even down to the clothes that That's they were good. wearing like you'll look up pictures from like the scenes and it'll be like literally the exact same like clothing like patterns and everything. That's cool. But yeah I've been um I've been watching it. It's on Hulu if y'all want to watch it. I think it's only like six or seven parts but mm-hmm. um like I said it's been airing on TV but I've been watching it because I feel like I knew about Emmett Till Mm-hmm. But it's just like, like I said, it's women of the movement. So it has a lot of focus on like his mother and like what she did after mm-hmm. like everything happened and how she like fought 
and stuff like that because um even I was like looking more on her and after he like passed away she like went to college and got like a master's degree and she just did like a lot of civil rights like type mm-hmm. of um work um basically up until she died I think she died in like 2003 she died like 80 something or something like that but and I didn't realize that was the only child she ever had oh wow so I was just like so she like dedicated her life to life and stuff like that but it's really good it gives good insight obviously very sad as well so I feel like is it like triggering sad um it's just it's one of those like you just like that shit fucked up like you know it's like one of those it's just like I can't believe people really did this to a mm-hmm. child like a 14 year old child so i think and i'm not gonna lie it does have a triggering scene where they reenact how he looked mm-hmm. like after they did it and i wasn't expecting that so i, I was like oh shit like i wasn't expecting that but i feel like it's more just showing the seriousness mm-hmm. of what it so i feel like it's, it's a very accurate like reenactment like okay. type of historical film thing but yeah, it's called women of the movement so i think she's just one part i think they're supposed to have like different women that they focus oh, on okay, like yes okay. yeah so she's like the first person i gotcha. believe mm-hmm. all right so for me less serious i've been watching this show on netflix called emily in paris i heard i didn't so, I hear good things about that show yeah, on twitter it's super like like white honestly <laughs> it's like a white girl in paris so it's like when i first watched it it was just like i wasn't it wasn't giving <laughs> but it's just like you gotta it has a, a decent storyline i kind of was watching it because i needed something to play in the background um, and I didn't need it to be like something to like, pay attention to but I had hard. to actually pay attention it had a really good storyline um so basically this girl um she's like working and she's from like Chicago but she moves to Paris mm-hmm. to like work and she's supposed to stay there for a year so it's like her life there it's just li- literally drama like <laughs> but it's a, it's a really Love good drama. show it kind of gives me like that sex in the city like a uh, type of vibe uh, see I never watched sex in the city so I feel like it's just shows like that. I feel like I can't get into. It's I like think. a just like an adulting, like coming of age, mm-hmm. growing pains type thing. But cool. it was it was. You decent. said Emily in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. You know what show I heard their friend to do like a like a basically like a reboot or whatever. Degrassi. I was like, leave Degrassi, like like the kids have euphoria now. Literally, the that's the Degrassi. Like I was like, we leave Degrassi out as because they had like. You know, like they I feel like the one we watched, it, and, and then they did it was, it was the Next Generation, which was the one I feel like everybody mostly watched, and then the one after that, I forgot what it was called, and they stopped it at that because mm-hmm. the like the third generation one was not it, yeah. and it's like I feel like it's gonna give like weird corny tomatoes, 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 So, but yeah, when I seen it, I was like, I really wish they would kind of get creative. On I'm not gonna lie, a lot of stuff is just like redoing the same stuff over and over mm-hmm. trying to reboot things it's like can we get a little original yeah little content original content so all right moving on to some black, black excellence all right you go. you go first okay so my black excellence of the week is everything that sparkles be which is a black and woman-owned beauty like bar spot in um dallas texas more kind of towards like the Addison-ish area is off of Preston Road. So if you know where that's at. But it's kind of like North Dallas. But it's um, the owner. Her name is Sparkle. Everything that sparkles. But um, basically, she's an esthetician. She's a nail tech. Also, she's a lash tech as well. So you can go in there. She has plenty, plenty of facials that you can uh, choose from. Get your feet. She does uh, pedicures mm-hmm. as well. So I know that's one thing that's kind of like 
hard to not find like a um like have to go into like a nail a salon. nail salon to get your feet but yeah hair. like an actual like like a tech that do like mm-hmm. pedicures so she does that she does nails of course and she does lashes and I went uh last week and I got like like her original like um facial like a basic facial and it was great first of all the place is cute I don't even like pink but it's like all pinked out it's on my Instagram by the way I did like a little mini like vlog like mm-hmm. type thing on Instagram reels and TikTok if you want to check it out but um it's ve- it's very much pink and everything mm-hmm. in there and it was cute she was super nice uh super funny like she was easy to talk to she did a really good job but she did some exfoliating some clean and I got some steam on my face got a little high frequency and the little the little ball things that be cool and, and that little nose thing oh yeah when they get the nose, nose. Not gonna lie, my nose is smooth as hell. Uh that's like my favorite part about getting a facial because it it hurts kinda. Well, she wasn't really doing it that hard, mm-hmm. but afterwards the it's, it may not it be uncomfortable while you're getting it done, but afterwards the effect is great. But yes, uh so her but yeah, my facial was great. My skin is extremely smooth and I'm going back in like two weeks again. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. That's but exciting. her Instagram is at sparkle plug with two G's underscore of course y'all know that everything's in the description as well and then her website is everything sparkles.glossgenius.com that'll be down there too but yeah y'all check it out so if y'all looking for um black owned woman owned esthetician lash tech um and mm-hmm. nail tech check it out right here in Dallas, all right so mine's i don't know if you guys have no, been in target but target it has a lot of like black owned brands mm-hmm. so um Especially since Black History Month is coming up, they're doing their part with like putting, especially I'm talking about like clothes, journals, anything you could think of is black owned, which is super great. Like giving, it's giving like small brands opportunities to actually be in a store. That's super hard to be, to get in Target. We know that. So I actually have on a shirt right now. This is from Target. It says black is beautiful. (laughs) But this is the shirt. Um, so this is from the Black is Beautiful collection. So okay. there's several. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Okay. So this actually has matching bottoms. I don't have the bottoms. It has uh-huh. matching sweatpants, and I actually have a hat that says melanated. Um, it's super cute. Uh, a lot of the stuff is like this tone. Yes, I'm about to say the hat. This that color we scheme, have is kind of yeah. around that color scheme. So um, the artist that made this, her name is Mackenzie Jones. Like I said, uh, I feel like every Target is different. Mm-hmm. So you may like go to Target and see someone else. Cause it, mm-hmm. And it's not just black women, black men as well. Like they have black uh, people who create clothes and stuff like mm-hmm. their stuff is in there. So with Mackenzie, she, I looked at her Instagram. She's more of like an artist. Mm-hmm. Like kind of make like, um, um, I guess like animated, kind of like our logo a little bit. Okay. Um, and it's like, so her prints are on like journals, shirts, on, on a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like her drawings are. But her Instagram is Kinsey Studio CO. We'll put that in the description. So if you want to check her out. But if you literally just go to Target and put in a Black is Beautiful collection, like this will come up mm-hmm. uh, specifically. But you should go check that out in Target. They have a lot of stuff like athletic wear. Like I'm talking about everything. Yeah, Target definitely be. Supporting. I feel I'm better than a lot of other stores when it comes to showcasing uh like like mm-hmm. brands and stuff. Even like throughout the year, they have like a good amount of black brands. 
yeah, in the store. So. so each time you buy something um, that's black owned, it'll have a tag on it with the person's like picture mm. and their name and like their story and stuff. So you can cool. actually like, you know, follow yeah. them and like really check them out if you like what you bought. That's cool. I like that. So, Go ahead, yeah. Darjay. Doing your thing. All right. Moving on to Ask Bev and Mia. Our question of the week. Mm-hmm. I'll read it. So today's question is, what are some ways to stay positive with good energy on a daily basis? Initials SM. Okay. So, staying positive on a daily basis. Hmm. I feel like, for me, it all starts in my morning routine. Yeah. Well, I'll actually say me going to bed on time. <laughs> so if I go to bed, I get enough sleep. I wake up, I do my morning routine. So that's just like playing some good music, eating, just doing whatever I need to do in the morning to put myself in a great headspace to have a yeah. good day. I feel like I'm good. But if I like wake up late, or I'm mm-hmm. just like cranky because I didn't sleep enough and I'm like rushing. I feel like that's when I'm not in the best headspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also talked about meditation. Yeah. So if you have time, like, you know, doing some meditation and like really putting yourself like, I'm going to have a good day, like speaking love and life over yourself. I feel like that helps. So when you do go out into the world, when things try to come your way or things that could potentially piss you off or make you get irritated or anything like that, you're already like chill Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah. So um, my segment is actually over positive Mm self-talk, like in including that into every day. So I'll get more into that later. Mm -hmm. But obviously including more positive self-talk throughout the day as well like i know for me whenever i have like a day where it just seems like everything's going i i guess the best thing i tell myself is the day's not over yet mm-hmm. the day's not over yet. you still have more of the day because i feel like you know when something goes wrong you just feel like my whole day is just mm-hmm. done it's, I'm, I'm done from here but it's just kind of like i try my best to have the mindset of it's okay for me to be frustrated mm-hmm. or annoyed or whatever but the day is not over yet but um I th- I agree with Mia. The way your morning starts, I feel like it has a really big effect on staying positive throughout the day. Meditation as well. Because I feel like, again, it puts you in a good mm-hmm. headspace. You like, I'm I'm good. Like, overall, I'm good. And so that way, when stuff do come your way, I feel like it won't. It's okay to, like like I said, feel frustrated, annoyed, and things like that. But it I feel like it won't have. over the edge. Yeah, I feel like it won't turn you negative mm-hmm. throughout the, uh, for the rest of the day. But, um. I mean, it's, it is hard to stay positive all the time. Like, mm-hmm. no one's positive all the, all the time. Like, that's not realistic. But, however, I feel like staying uh, more positive versus then negative, obviously, is important in, like, what we yeah. need. But, um, yeah, I feel like morning routine. Also, just positive self-talk throughout yeah. the day. Just, like, you know, keeping yourself. It's like, okay, I'm tired right now, but, like... I gotta keep going. I, I'm gonna keep going. I'm doing good, though. I'm tired, but I'm I'm still pushing. Yes. I'm doing... So you're doing a good job. With babe, every like. negative thought you think, like this person, with every negative thought you think, try to follow it up with positive. Yeah, like, counteract it with yes. a positive, like, statement mm-hmm. or something like, else. Like, yes, I'm irritated because of this, but positive. Yeah. Insert positive. But I'm still, like, getting yes. my work done. I'm still getting mm-hmm. things so done. So balance right. it out. So it... It's, it is a little hard to stay positive it's, on a daily basis. It's super intentional. It's, about yeah, it. I was about to say, it's it's intentional being positive. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have to work, especially if you're a person that's used to like uh, being like a catastrophic thinker. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like think negatively about like, oh, this is what can go wrong from mm-hmm. this, this, and that. 
So it is it does take practice and intention mm-hmm. and being positive and having a positive mind. Some people are naturally just like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. they're just always positive, positive, positive. And some people have to work a little bit harder at it because we all, you know, different yeah. at the end of the day. You may not try to intentionally be negative, but again, some people are. Yeah, some people just, you know, can be. And, and it's not even in a, like a like a toxic way. It's just kind of like just catastrophic thinking. But being intentional mm-hmm. with it as well, definitely. Um, yes. Um, so I hope to answer your question, SM. And remember, if y'all do have questions, y'all can always email us or DM us. Your questions, so whatever, yeah, you got yes. uh, life, relationships, yes. career, all that good stuff, whatever. Just ask. And we are this. All right. You ready for my segment? Yes. All right. So Hold it's on. time. I am so sorry, but I have to use the restroom. <laughs> so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have went before. Get it out. It's okay. I I usually hold mine.
It's okay. Yeah, that would have been like, awkward. Let me go more. Sorry. All right. Back from my bathroom break. Are you ready? Child. Reintroduce your segment again. All right. <laughs> so, my segment, Getting Molded by Mia. So, today oh I will be talking about burnout. Um, so, how to spot burnout. So, it inspired me because last week, I guess I should have talked about this as my loss. I was extremely burnt out last week. And oh, yeah. I remember you and me was talking yes, about this. And so, I was like, you know what? Because um, I was trying to figure out a way for myself to get through it. So, I was like, I'm going to talk about my whole experience and like how I got through it uh, on the podcast. So, before I get into giving you strategy, I want to let y'all know what it means. So I'm going to read my definition. So burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. As the stress continues, you begin to lose the interest and motivation that led you to take so mm -hmm. this is the first step, like, or to go to work or your daily mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so burnout reduces productivity, saps your energy, leaves you feeling um, helpless, hopeless, cynical, rest, restless. You just feel like you have nothing to give. Yeah. And that's literally how I felt last week. Zero motivation. It's just like pooped out. Yes. Literally and pooped so, out. And uh, so mine's just due to work. Like, mm -hmm. so basically, like, um, one of the trainers went out of town, so I had to cover some of his classes. So I was just like literally had to be up teaching at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. Like at that time. Oh, you did teach Saturday yeah, in the so morning. Just like, you're up. Once I'm up, I'm up. So up all day. I was getting good sleep, but it was just like not sleeping like enough. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for me personally, Monday, Tuesday, I'm feeling good. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I just every week I feel my energy kind of like slowly drop mm -hmm. just because like, you know, you're getting towards the end of the week. But it was just like, well, my Tuesday felt like a Friday last week. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's going to be a long week. It's going to be a long week. Okay. So I want to give you a signs of when you're mentally and emotionally burnt out, behavioral signs and physical. So I feel like I was literally experiencing all of these. So category number one is, uh, okay, let me start over. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to go over the signs of being burnt out. So we have mental and emotional. These are the signs. So a sense of failure and self-doubt, feeling helpless, trapped, and defeated, feeling alone, loss of motivation. My perspective was so negative. It's so like a negative perspective. Mm -hmm. Everything was literally irritating me. Also decreased sat satisfaction. I felt like I was so unsatisfied. I felt like I was not accomplishing anything. Like it was just like my emotions were so weird they were not me so that was mm -hmm. the first sign signs that i noticed i was like something is not right with me um then you go into behavioral signs and symptoms so withdrawing from responsibilities isolating yourself from others procrastinating mm -hmm. um using food drugs or alcohol so i was definitely i noticed my cravings like i wanted more sugary stuff i wanted more wine last week um and i was just literally frustrated Next, we got behavioral, um, I'm sorry, physical, physical signs. So decreased performance, decreased agility, strength, and strength, and strength and endurance. Like my workouts, trash. <laughs> like literally, I was like, I did something so simple on Monday or Tuesday, 
and it was taking me like so long to get through it. I was just achy. I was just like, this is easy. Yeah, this is a normally an easy workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so because really with burnout, you can also feel it in your fitness journey as well. So yeah. um, that's what I was feeling. Uh, I just finished like um four weeks of like a hard, challenging strength program. So I feel like that was catching up to me as well mm-hmm. with like my work, increased workload, my body just trying to recover. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing these simple workouts, it was like I literally felt terrible. Mm-hmm. Like my endurance was trash, strength was trash. Uh, I was getting tired, fatigue, and I just literally had lost my appetite. That's how I was feeling um last week. And I was just like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Like I literally felt weird and overworked. So... I wanted to give y'all some tips on like how I try to like kind of come back from that because I was like, I can either literally sit here and let this feeling continue or I can do something about it. So I remember this weekend, like I didn't go out with Mm -hmm. y'all or anything like that. I was just, I just need to stay home and just like sit down, sit down. Um, So uh, dealing with burnout, tip number one, turn to other people. So I told y'all, like, you mm-hmm. tell your friends, tell people around you how you actually feel because with burnout, sometimes you feel isolated. You feel like no one understands. It's like my whole emotional mental health was, like, literally warped. And I was like, no, 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 let me not, like, isolate. Because, you know, when I get stressed out, I isolate. Yeah. So I was like, let me actually tell my friends, like, hey, y'all, I'm tired. I'm feeling burnt out. Like, and then they really encouraged me. Mm-hmm. And so I literally started feeling better once I was just like honest about how I felt versus just like holding it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I told my coworkers as well, like, y'all, I'm so tired this week. Just like telling people that you trust, like how you really feel. I feel like it just sometimes people, even just I feel like saying it out, out loud, loud helps, helps so you. much. Yeah. Um, and just like when you receive all that positive, those, those positive affirmations, like mm-hmm. com- like right after you say what you're going through makes you feel better and realize like what I'm thinking is literally a lie. Like the mm-hmm. whole, like, cause I felt so like unsatisfied. I was just like, I feel like I'm not working hard enough. It's just like, obviously you working a little bit too hard yeah. Yeah, this week. Um, number two, take time away. So use time to just like recharge. So in this time I was like this weekend, I was like, let me try to figure out like, how to do something that's literally unrelated to fitness. So I was like, do I want to sleep? Do I want to read? Like, what do I want to do? So I slept a lot. I read books. I watched TV. I um did my, I reorganized my closet. I was just like finding things to like decompress myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like if you ever do feel like you're burnt out, like take time for yourself, find a hobby, go to a spa, get your toes done, get your nails done. Um, Do something that doesn't have to do with work. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the process of trying to find new hobbies because it's very hard because I love yeah. exercise. So I'm like, I just like now it's your job yes. more too. So I don't know. We'll see. I want to kind of get into photography. That's kind of like really side note. Yeah, so I got to find something to do because I'll be like, yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Uh, it is hard finding hobbies, especially as an adult, because you're just yes. like, what do I like to do? Yes. So number three, tip number three to uh overcome burnout set boundaries don't overextend yourself learn how to say no to requests period (laughs) that's what i had to do so uh like i feel like i had to say no to going out with Mm y'all i was just like i want to but i was like i need to sit down yeah i need to like not be outside because i've been especially for me being an introvert i was super i'm an i'm an introvert extrovert 
But last week, I was more extrovert. Mm-hmm. Like the whole week. Your extroverted social bar got was ran out. <laughs> zero. It was literally zero. And I was like, I just need to sit down by myself yeah. because I was feeling so drained. But sometimes burnt out is not a bad thing. I feel like the most important thing is for you to notice mm-hmm. when you are feeling burnt out so you can kind of like do what you need to do to to rest. Yeah. To so you won't that, prolong it yes, and make it worse, yes. I guess. Yeah. So now I feel better because I took that time because I knew something was off. And when I started, to, I literally, because I'm a journal girl. Mm-hmm. So immediately when I felt something that was off, I started writing everything down. And I was like, oh, I'm probably burnt out. I googled burnt out signs mm-hmm. and symptoms. And I, so I found all that stuff I just read. I'm like, yeah. So I feel like it started with that uh, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. then went to behavioral and then physical. Like, like in, a, <laughs> yeah. in a matter of like two days, I felt all of that stuff I just read. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like this. <laughs> but I don't like it. Burnt out is normal. Um, I'm just oh, lucky yeah. that I'm in, I have a job to where like I can't, I have that wiggle room to like when I actually need a rest, I need a break. Like I can do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard, especially like those nine to fives. Like mm-hmm. you got to be here, you got to work. You can't get it that break sometimes, so I'm very it's important. Blessed. I feel like what you do outside of work to help mm-hmm. with that burnout for yes, sure. Yes, yes. Like I said, finding those hobbies, finding that rest time. Like it's just like child, if you can't do A through Z today, that's mm-hmm. okay. Like it's okay to give yourself rest when you need it. Yes, that's really my segment. It was okay. burnout because I feel like you can feel it in life. You can feel it in your fitness journey as well. Oh, yeah, for so sure. I definitely rest. feel like going to the gym and stuff. It's just like, like I said, especially if you have a time period working out extra hard, it's just kind of like, child, I need to. Yeah, I feel like I don't had me. a time where I had to take like a week this, from the this uh, past gym. Two weeks, I've taken uh, two weeks. I've took two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my program was extremely um, hard and mm-hmm. it was extremely challenging. It was extremely heavy. And I felt great at the beginning, but I really, it's like a snuck, it snuck up on mm-hmm. me. Like, knees aching body just like fatigue and i was like i need a rest and so uh what we do at dream performance is we do four weeks on like a heavy strength Mm -hmm. and then like we're in our two-week period now with our our clients where they are in recovery so we do a lot of like stability Uh, and like flexibility training so because we know like about burnout yeah so like it's just very important in life that you take time to just chill Re- recoup you like you don't have yeah. to be on 10 and i feel like as an entrepreneur you feel like you have to be on 10 and in your fitness journey as well mm-hmm. just with like oh i gotta like you reach my goals go mm-hmm. go 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 like you be on go so much trying to hurry up and achieve those goals that you get burnt out mm-hmm. in so. the process and forget to rest mm-hmm. recoup stuff together so yeah that was good burnout yeah. i feel like we've all definitely it's experienced, experienced burnout like even with me, with like my content creation and stuff, I've definitely had burnouts of doing it so much, so much. And it's just like, I'm going to have to take a week off mm-hmm. or like at least like a solid two or three days to just relax Rest. and mm-hmm. not worry myself about And not feel guilty. Content. Yeah. I feel guilty. And this whole weekend when I wasn't doing shit, I was literally <laughs> feeling guilty. Yeah. Like you need to be working. You need. I'll I be trying to quiet that voice in my head. Like, no, I literally need it's to okay rest. To rest. It's okay to rest. It's just like that hustle mentality be having you like, no, no, no. I never rest. I always go just like, no. Or that, like, I feel like that toxic hustle mentality yeah. you see on social media. Yes. It was like sleep. You and you know, you ain't got time to sleep. You know, it's, you only got 24 hours yes, in a day. day. Da, 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 yeah. Like all that crap. We all got the same 24 hours in that. If you're not working, then you're not 
doing enough. Whatever, and it's yeah. just like, please be quiet. People need to rest. People need We're rest. Let's normalize that. Taking a little break, resting, rest. getting it together. We're going to drive ourselves crazy. We're going to drive ourselves in the grave oh, early. Literally, stressing yourself out, mm-hmm. burning yourself out. Like, it's okay to just rest. Eggs. You deserve it. You yes. work hard. Okay. All right. That was great. Thank I like you. that. All right. Moving on to style beautiful with some beauty and some hair. So today I got a makeup recommendation for you guys. It's a brand. So I'm okay. going to talk about the brand as a whole, which is Milk Makeup. And um, literally that's what it's called, Milk Makeup. And they have skincare as well. But um, Milk, I think, was founded in like 2013, 2014. Somewhere. So it's not like a super old brand, mm-hmm. but it is a great brand. I recommend... A lot of milk products, if you want the dewy look without it being sweaty. And that's why I like, because I do like a dewy look with makeup, but I feel like milk, a lot of their products, um, it's like the texture of it. It's cream. It's creamy. Yeah, they have a lot of cream. So it like Like, melts in your skin. Yes, it literally blends so effortlessly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you're looking for uh, makeup, of course you can find them, you know, your Sephora's. Uh, That's usually where I, um, I find it at. And... I'm not going to lie. Their price is around the same as everything else you'll find in Sephora. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, so if you want to, you're willing to spend a little, just a little coin, you know, whatever. But I do feel like it's worth it. I feel like for the most part, it do last pretty long. But the top three that I'm going to recommend is, let's see right here. Number one is the blush. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called Lip Plus Cheek. So they have... um. The smaller one, which is about $20, and they have the bigger one that's $30. I'm not going to lie. The small ones last a really long time because it's not like you getting a blush on your yeah. face. And I feel like also, mm, I say for the blush, I think it's better for me, in my opinion, to put it on the brush and then put it on my face. But some people like to put it on their face and blend it out. I just think you just uh, take whatever technique works best for you. But the small one literally lasts a super long time because it's not like you're actually digging into mm-hmm. the blush. But they have so many different uh, shades that you can choose from. But my favorite um, one is, I like the one, it's, it's one is called Work, mm-hmm. like W-E-R-K. And the other one is called, let me see, I'm trying to, Quirk. Quirk. Work and Quirk. Mm-hmm. Quirk, Q-U-I-R-K. Quirk and Work. Those are my two favorite. I feel like they blend yeah. the best with my skin tone. I'm giving you one. Like, mm-hmm. uh, cause they sent me some and it was like a darker I one. I like it. Yeah. And it, and it looked way better on you than mm-hmm. it uh did for me. But I feel like they're good for, they got different ones for different skin tones, but lip plus cheek mm-hmm. is the blush. Next, uh, next favorite is the, um, bronzers. They blend so well into the skin. I look, I'm sorry. I'm looking on the website and the way this keep clicking on stuff that I, I'm not clicking on. I'm like, please stop. But um, next are the bronzers. And it's like, uh, they're just called bronzer mm-hmm. sticks. And the color that I use is blaze. Mm-hmm. But uh, the bronzer sticks, I believe they have the smaller ones too. But I use the bigger ones just because bronzer, I feel like, covers more of the face. Blend extremely. I like to actually put that on my face and then blend it mm-hmm. out. And then lastly, in the skincare, is their vegan milk moisturizer. I actually use that as a primer. It is really thick. And I actually don't have to use 
a traditional primer when I use this because it's so thick. It, moistur- it moisturizes the skin really well. I feel like people forget to more forget to moisturize their skin before they put on their foundation. It helps with like it looking better mm-hmm. overall, but also it helps with like creasing under the eye and in areas and stuff like that. So it won't look dry yeah. and like cracked or whatever. But they have the vegan milk uh moisturizer. The small one is nineteen dollars. So then the bigger one is thirty eight. Like I said, it's around the same mm-hmm. price as most makeup brands. But it's really good as a primer. I feel like if you have I'll say if you have dry, I have combo skin. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe if you have oily skin, you'll probably need a traditional primer gotcha. just because your skin is oily. But this gives it so much like that helps with like that dewy gotcha. like under look as well. But I have combo. So that's why I I do it. But probably wouldn't necessarily recommend for oily skin. But if you have dry skin or combo, definitely. But those are my top three. The lip plus cheek uh, blush, the bronzer sticks. And the vegan milk moisturizer, but milk overall, it's a good. The brand. company is a really good brand. It's it's definitely one of my top three. Like, I feel like it's it's heavily slept mm-hmm. on, and they're pri- uh they have an actual primer. They have like a setting spray mm-hmm. and all that. They're really good too. But I I'm just like really in love with those three products. If you though. have oily skin, because I do one mm-hmm. thing, because I literally just started using primer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Um, <laughs> but one thing I've noticed is if you find a primer, I went straight to the beauty supply. And I got a primer that it's it's spe- it specializes, aka whatever, in a little tiny little letters. It was mm-hmm. like uh, it fills your pores. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have big pores and oily skin, and so it literally like when I put it on, I can't see my pores anymore. And I feel like it like protects yeah your pores, and I like that. And I feel like I'm gonna be breaking out less because mm-hmm. like the makeup is not like you know clogging up my pores. So you want something that. If it says like that, it's gonna cover your pores, protect your pores. Mm-hmm. You should try it out. Yeah, I was about to say it's helped me it's a all lot. About, yeah, it's all about what's your skin mm-hmm. type. Like for me personally, I don't have really big pores, so a lot of times I can use a thick moisturizer mm-hmm. as a primer. And for I was myself. doing that, mm-hmm. and it just made me look oily. Or yeah, we have like, like you yeah. have more oily, oily mm-hmm. skin than I do, so it's just kind of like it's it's definitely that's it why I was like I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Well, yeah. because the the finish, if you're oily, I think the finish will make you kind of look a little, little and even that was, more oily. Yeah, that was my problem. So you live and you learn. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking about mama saying, "I don't make up look like you sweat," and I was like, "Leave me alone." you figure this Definitely out? Definitely trial and error, figuring out your skin. But, but yeah, no for, makeup for Check my out. um recommendations. I tried a new co-wash. So this okay. is as I am. It's as I am olive and tea tree oil. Co-wash. Got some good co-wash it's a general. treatment co-wash for mm-hmm. sensitive, dry, and itchy scalps, and it hydrates your hair. So, me, I struggle. I struggle, 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 struggle with dandruff. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's my worst enemy, like, every day. But it's psoriasis, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So, basically, I have, like, basically, dandruff comes, like, after I wash my hair, the next day, I have dandruff again. Like, it's very frustrating. So, I was like, I look for products that will help manage mm-hmm. The manage it and so I tried that for the first time I got it from Target it was eleven ninety nine, and I feel like it did good it smelled great um okay. it definitely left my hair hydrated I've never seen a co-wash that was geared towards dry itchy scalp same so I was very excited like to you try see more it. of you like shampoos. shampoos yeah so um I tried it I liked it um I still have dandruff was it really thick 
Yes. Okay. It was literally a co-wash. Mm-hmm. I like the smell. I like the tingly mm-hmm. feeling, you know, when I was like washing my hair out and stuff. I feel like it was working. But yeah, I think I just suck at washing my hair. Oh, like really getting in there? Mm-hmm. Do you have like one of those little little mm-hmm. do you do? Okay. When I say I be scratching <laughs> all that up, I don't be understanding it. But that's why I think I'm gonna go back to just going to a hairstylist to have them do it because I'm so tired of like wash. That's why I'm like I be struggling trying to find mm-hmm. products that's gonna help me manage my dandruff because like you know like I have my hair in parts, so I don't mm-hmm. want people to just like see, see especially right here along my edges. It can get really annoying. So um, I'll let y'all know how it goes. <laughs> it, it's going good, but it just I feel like that was just one use. So over yeah, time, I feel like see if it has a more major long term. If food. anyone is struggling with dandruff, like I do, maybe try it out. It could help. That is so crazy how, like, some of our stuff is very opposite. Because, yeah. like, and then it's like me, I literally really don't, I I have a dry scalp mm-hmm. naturally, but I don't struggle with, like, buildup or dandruff at all. And that's why I maybe use shampoo once a month. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to. So I saw this uh thing on Instagram, I think, but this girl was like, she has some long hair. And it was like a, just her shaking and she was like, tip, tip to make your hair grow. Don't use shampoo. I, I think I know what you're I talking about. Like, and it's like... Girl didn't even leave no shit in the comments to help people. <laughs> I was just like... and like, I know exactly hair, what you're talking about. Your length of your hair is not just about the products. Baby genetics as well. So it was just she like... mixed. Yeah. Don't even get me started with that shit. And I was just like... You doing all this. And it's like now... You got people thinking you need to wash your hair shampoo. But it's yeah. like... I know my scalp. I know I have to wash my hair shampoo just because like... My overactive people, dandruff, but I'm just like people literally just. I tell people all the time when I like say like that, that I don't be like shampoo was bad for you. I personally don't because I just simply mm-hmm. don't need it. And I noticed when I did shampoo my hair more often, my hair is drier and more mm-hmm. matted. But that's my head. So when I always like I co-wash instead of shampooing, mm-hmm. I say why yeah. because you give that explanation. It, yeah, because I was like co-wash is more moisturizing. I have a dry mm-hmm. scalp. So it helps with the dryness, but I don't necessarily have a bunch of product buildup that needs to get out. It's like I get a little bit of dandruff, but honestly, most of the time I use shampoo when I've had like a protective mm-hmm. style or um, like when I just recently had like straightened my mm-hmm. hair or whatever like that to help my scalp mm-hmm. get back right. But I don't ever down talk shampoo because yeah, it's some weird. people some people genuinely need Especially shampoo. Some people don't. Are not in the like. Shampoo making business. What the fuck? Why are, you taking, <laughs> why are you talking down on shampoo? Like, I think it's just weird. I just feel like people sometimes get a platform and just say, you don't need to be using this and yeah. using that. And it's just like... They don't explain things well. Yeah, like explain it well. Everything is catered to yourself so, specifically. Yes. So it's like, it's good to explain. Back I use up. this because, because... Back it up with some type was... of explanation and just stop trying to like tell people what to do or not to do mm-hmm. without like reasoning give disclaimers yes. that's what i always try my best to do i use this because it because my skin or my hair is it, this is how it works because mm-hmm. everybody's doing so you and me we have very different scalps obviously mm-hmm. so it's just like you need shampoo i don't mm-hmm. so it's just but that doesn't make one better than the other it's just kind of like and i feel like in the hair community word. that's how it is though like you need it's to like do a this. battle like don't do that yes. yeah and it's just kind of like do what's best, best for, for you. you literally that's why it's good to Watch multiple people and do research and actually figure out your hair because if you just go on, if there's another, it could be a girl who probably maybe has like the same curl pattern as her following her, have very different 
maybe texture, mm-hmm. set up, scalping, thinking, Everything. oh, I don't need shampoo and can have really uh prone to build up and not using shampoo because this one person. But I know exactly what video you're talking about. I seen it and I was just like, I don't think not using shampoo made your, your hair, hair grow. grow. But that I was, was just thing. like, like I was like the correlation. Because shampoo is not gonna make your hair fall, fall out. out. <laughs> I was like, this girl just say you got long, beautiful hair. You just wanted to show us. We would have still like, we so would have liked it, but it's just like, and it's just okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the natural hair community be doing the fool, the fully fool. <laughs> All right, okay. yeah. Sorry, that was tangent. <laughs> Moving right. on to mental health, mental health as well with Beverly Coleman, educators. So today we are talking about positive self talk. And creating those uh, good positive self-talk habits and incorporating incorporating it more into your life. So, um, basically, self-talk in general is the internal narrative you hold about yourself. You know, like the little, your little inner voice inside mm-hmm. of your head. It's your inner voice. And you may or may not have spent much time thinking about it or giving it any attention. I feel like it's just you, natural. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't think hard. It's, it's literally your mind. Yeah. And our self-talk can have a very big influence on the way we see ourselves and, how, and how other people see us and just, like, how we view things. Mm-hmm. So self-talk obviously can be negative or positive. And um, paying attention to which one you sway towards often is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can start making more proactive changes in how you take on life, viewing yourself, things of that nature. So just um, basically... Um, positive self-talk is literally talking positive to yourself. I mean, and not in a way like uh necessarily how you always it's it's like realizing the truth, but not taking it uh in such a negative connotation mm-hmm. or like say counteracting it with like something that's positive. Mm-hmm. So positive self-talk is not self-deception. So it's not like I feel like people can think like, oh, Possibly it's like you lying to yourself mm-hmm. to make you make yourself feel better. That's not what it is at all. Is um and it's not mentally looking at circumstances that you only want to see it as mm-hmm. and like, like neglecting a the truth. View. Yeah, and like almost like delusional. Yes, almost. It's not delusion basically. Yeah. And uh, it's about positive self talks about recognizing the truth in situations in yourself. And one of the fundamental truths is that you do make mistakes. We are mm-hmm. people. Nobody is perfect. And I feel like sometimes we give ourselves a really hard now some stuff you know you do is like cha mm-hmm. i'm doing i'm like you knew that was wrong it is some stuff you make like little mistakes or it's no one's perfect and i feel like we just go straight to negative negative like, yeah on ourselves instead of like okay yeah i made this mistake mm-hmm. but giving positively talking to yourself throughout this mistake so that way you won't have such a negative, negative cloud impact, over yeah, yeah negative impact on you so um obviously to expect perfection in yourself or anyone else is unrealistic and to expect no difficulties in life is <laughs> uh, realistic yeah. as well. So it's just kind of like um, basically um, positive self-talk is showing yourself some self-compassion and understanding who you are and things of that nature. So example, positive self-talk, um, switching to things like I can do better next time. Like you mess up mm-hmm. and it's just, oh, I suck. I'm the worst, you know, like it's it's this not it. Like I'm I'm no good. Mm-hmm. You just I should give negative. up. Uh, yeah, I should stop. I Versus should. like it's like okay, this didn't work out. How I plan or like I can do better next time. I choose to learn from my mistakes yes, and not be yes. held uh, back by them. 
So I feel like I love that. Yeah, positive self talk is always it's it's obviously positive affirmations, mm-hmm. but also just like I said, a positive spin on when we do on, make on your own reality. And yeah, on your own reality when you make mistakes, mistakes and yeah. being able to push forward through it without it. I feel like because I feel like you always negative, 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 mm-hmm. negative in how you view things. Eventually, that would take a toll on your mental health in general, mm-hmm. and then your mental health can deteriorate yeah. and the way you, start you spinning yeah out, out of control mm-hmm. like that. So obviously, three benefits is helps reduce stress, mm-hmm. um, boost confidence and resilience, of course, and then it makes you more optimistic mm-hmm. and helps build better relationships as well with other people. So, and also there's like, you know, some studies that say it helps with anxiety and depression as well as which I was reading a book and it said that too. Yeah. Like I can, it makes sense though. Like talking yourself positively through those situations. So I can definitely uh, see that being a good thing to you. So 10 examples of positive self-talk statements and phrases uh, that you can start incorporating is I have the power to change my mind. Attempting to do this took courage and I'm proud of myself for trying. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't the outcome I hoped for, I learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. I might still have a way to go, but I am proud of how far I have already come. And I think that's, I said that. Yeah, I was, I was about time. to say that's probably one that I definitely use yeah. the most for myself. I'm capable and strong. I can get through this. That's I say too. that too. Yes. Tomorrow is a chance to try again with the lessons learned from today. I will give it my all to make it work. Mm-hmm. I can't control what other people think, say, or do. I can only control me. Mm-hmm. That's a good. One. And I think that will fall into. When we talk about entrepreneurship and Today, like negative yeah. people. And this is an opportunity for me to try something new. And I can learn from this situation and grow as a person. I love that. So I feel like, again, just combating those, those, negative, those thoughts. negative thoughts and giving. I feel like giving up so easily mm-hmm. on stuff. And like, you know what? This mm-hmm. is not what I wanted or desired. But this is what it can be. This is what I learned from this. Mm-hmm. things of that nature so this reminds me a lot of like uh our gym culture at dream performance mm-hmm. so it's basically the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a whole book um that i read with my mentor and so we preach the growth mindset so the fixed mindset is just like you see like you believe the negative things like you mm-hmm. feel like you're stuck here if you make a mistake you stuck like, it kind of is like a life-defining moment you can't go you nowhere after this yeah and then the growth mindset is like you recognize your mistakes your shortcomings your weaknesses or whatever and then you but insert positive affirmation yeah. to get through it and Makes to see the light to see the mm-hmm. growth yeah so we try to preach that to our members like more growth growth mindset especially like in your fitness journey you're gonna it's a lot of up and downs a lot of up and yeah. down so like you don't want to like let's say like you did your pr let's say you mm-hmm. didn't hit it you were trying to do it and you could have been like man i ain't deadlifting no more like yeah like i'm not as strong as i thought i was yeah, like but I'm you not, just you yeah. keep going um or if you weigh yourself you're like dang the scale didn't move or it didn't mm-hmm. move or whatever. Um, you're just like, you can literally give up mm-hmm. in your fitness journey because you're not seeing what you think you should and you just think that it's not worth it. Yeah. That's so. it. Or even like, uh, just like what I do, uh, something can be very discouraging is like engagement mm-hmm. on like you your content and yeah, stuff like that. And it's it not, doesn't do, you go through a time period where engagement isn't as popping mm-hmm. or it's not what you, you post something you worked hard on and it didn't get the engagement yeah. that you thought. And I'm not going to lie, when I first started off, I really had to learn to practice more positive self-talk when it came to it because it's kind of like, it's like, okay, you're getting these numbers or whatever. Then it's like you do work really hard on some Mm -hmm. content and it does not get 
what, what you, you thought, thought it was, was going yeah. to. It did not give off the effect that you thought it you, was. You and could it's like really, literally just delete it. Literally. But and, it could have helped somebody. You never and know. you never know. But it's just kind of like, okay. Like I said, just, all right, this didn't do as well. I had to go into the mindset of, oh my gosh, my content sucks to, mm-hmm. okay, this didn't do as well. It will be better next time. What can I learn from this mm-hmm. and why? Maybe it possibly didn't do as well as I wanted it to, so I can do better for the next mm-hmm. project or whatever it is that I do. And I had to learn again to that mindset when it came to my line of work. Because I'm not going to lie, it can be discouraging sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, And I feel like a lot of people do a lot of self-comparison yeah. as well to other content creators or, you know, people in your whatever your line field, of business. Yeah. And you see a person doing this and you think, I am not there. So, like, uh, the one where we was like, we say this a lot to ourselves uh i might still have a way to go but i'm proud of how far i've already mm-hmm. came i think that's great for self-comparison yeah and anything in life i feel like it's very natural for us to compare ourselves and be like i'm not as good i'm not as worthy mm-hmm. i'm not as whatever is this person because mm-hmm. you feel like they're doing better than you versus you have came a long way on your journey mm-hmm. everybody's journey is different so i feel like that's positive self-talk like I said, it's not it's positive affirmations yes but it's also just looking at the truth in a positive way right. versus a negative yes. connotation. So it's like, yes, this is the truth, but a positive spin to it versus just like this person doing X, Y, Z. Or like I said, you know what? My my last three content posts, the engagement is so low. I'm not doing this no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not posting it no more, especially if you're posting something new. Yeah. Like newer type of content. Like, you know, oh, I'm trying new makeup content or whatever. Okay, it's not whatever but i learned from this i'm gonna keep it going so um so how to use positive self-talk we got some uh four strategies and techniques so with negative uh self-talk it tends to fall into four categories Mm -hmm. personalizing meaning you blaming yourself when things go wrong polarizing meaning you see things only as good and bad there's no we're either this was good this was bad uh, magnifying means you only focus on the bad or negative in every scenario and dismiss anything good or positive mm-hmm. that comes from it. And like I said, catastrophic, which means you always expect the, the worst. worst. Yeah. So those are like with negative self-talk mm-hmm. and that's how they can come. And I feel like people, everybody has somewhat in one of these four categories. Do, have yeah. I used to be a catastrophic thinker me when too. I was in grad school and I had to stop that especially when it came to my grades and stuff i didn't do well on this that means mm-hmm. if i don't do it i'm not gonna pass this class i'm gonna pass this class i'm not gonna graduate yeah. i don't get my degree and it's just like girl how you got out of that because you got what? yeah a c on That's something you know what i'm saying so i feel like uh i feel like a lot of people i talk about this all the time do a lot of polarizing people think things as either good or bad right or wrong there's no there's and there's no middle ground yeah. there's plenty of middle ground room for interpretation and things like that but i feel like people either see it as black and white and there's no gray. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people will do that um, as well. So one of the strategies for combating that is identifying self-talk traps. So some situations may cause us to indulge in more negative self-talk than others. Um, identifying these traps can help you put in more preparation to address and switch your negative to positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. So I feel like self-awareness. Yeah. We always come back. I feel like every episode self-awareness the root, the root, the root of, of a lot of stuff is, is self-awareness self-awareness and being honest with, with yourself, yourself which a lot of people struggle to do if yeah. we be honest because i feel like everybody likes to think there's nothing there's wrong with them, them or 
you know, like that we all don't have things that we have to work on. It's hard on. to face that part of yourself. It is. It's it's a reality yeah. at the end of the day, especially like being. It's hard being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. The self awareness. It's important. It's very important it's being very... self aware. Also, you grow so much as a person, person. being self aware of the the negative and the positive that comes and I with feel you. Like when you, it's like a new level unlocked. Yeah, like, uh, you're just able to growing. like. To do, person? to do okay. so much more in life. You can move through life so much better with relationships, mm-hmm. hobbies, business, everything, whenever you just have that self-awareness. Awareness. And I feel like it's a skill. Unlocking, it's, it's a skill. It's a skill. It has to be built. It, it is a skill. Being self-aware is a skill. And I feel like a lot of people are scared to unlock yeah. that skill because you, you're you scared of learning truths about yeah. yourself. And it's just like, and you know these things, but you choose to be ignore in denial them. and yeah. ignore them like that. And then it's just like, I feel like it's a point where you get older and you're just so set in your ways that mm-hmm. at this point, ain't, ain't no self-awareness. It's, it's all gone. You went be, to your you habits. You be 70. You be seeing old people like, why, the, why are they still acting like, like yeah. why are you acting like, uh, yeah. you like, probably like self-awareness. So yeah. I feel like in this age that we are, is 30 below, more than likely is most of our listeners, you have time. But it's just like self-awareness is a skill, a skill. and it helps a lot with growing. So I feel like identifying self-talk traps root mm-hmm. in self-awareness and realizing that you are literally talking yourself into a negative trap. Mm-hmm. And so uh, number two is util- utilizing positive affirmations. Of course, we, we love, love positive affirmations. So um, positive affirmations are a great way to switch up our self-talk chatter. Uh, before a situation even arises that might incite negative self-talk, mm-hmm. practice saying positive affirmations in the mirror which some people do to encourage your positive approach to yourself. Mm-hmm. Then allow some people like to journal it. Yeah. You can even talk to it to yourself in your uh, I have in a your stack head. of note cards. Stack of note cards. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like everybody does um pause I uh I write mine down and say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I do. I have like a journal and I write down positive affirmations in that journal. And I also I, I speak them out loud after I meditate mm-hmm. as well. So it's just kinda like Different, but also I feel like you out the day, you know, you at work, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Keeping you it can to yourself. Save them as your lock screen. Literally. Like there's so many Post different- them on your social media. Literally. Uh on your mirror in the bathroom. Positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. Speak that positivity mm-hmm. too. Write it down, post it, whatever it is that works for you. But you utilizing positive affirmations, uh checking in with your emotions mm-hmm. regularly. So regular I cannot say the word regularly. Mm-hmm. So um Switching to positive self talk does take effort. Uh, you got to sit and think. Yeah, about so it. we're so in tune to negative self talk that it might only take one or two minor setbacks to put you back down. So I feel like mm-hmm. it takes a lot more work to check in with yourself and your emotions in a positive manner versus it's so easy to be negative. negative it's yeah. so easy to be negative, and it takes twice as much, twice, thrice as much <laughs> work to be positive. So um, checking with your feelings and, you know, just just checking in with your feelings, I feel like also helps yeah, so, be honest. So one thing I do is like if I feel um, an emotion, mm-hmm. so let's say I feel frustrated and I feel overwhelmed, mm-hmm. like I will literally write that word down and like a, a little bubble and then make lines and then write the root. A little so bubble like, map. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. OK, so why do I feel this frustrated whatever? Why? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a. Like a little, like a little roadmap, and mm-hmm. I, that's how you find the root. But you gotta think about that's the thing. We gotta take time to actually think about our emotions. Sometimes I feel like we just on autopilot and we just mm-hmm. going, 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 doing our daily life and not literally checking in with, with ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, yeah you gotta you make that's our meditation, mm-hmm. quiet time. Like 
it's very important to pencil that into your day. If you can't do it, it's hard to do every day. Yeah, I, I, I don't do it every single but day. At least but once a week, like try to like, okay, I'm going to get up earlier or stay up a little bit later and just like focus on how am I feeling? Check mm-hmm. in with myself. I, I feel like that is how you improve your self-awareness. Yeah, checking in it's with yourself. giving yourself quiet time. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to be self-aware when you got a million things There's in your... Distractions, yes. noise, like get you somewhere where you can relax and just be mm-hmm. vulnerable and be alone and connect yeah. with yourself. Checking in with your emotions. I do coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Coffee shop, put in my headphones. I can't hear nothing but my music. Uh, I do like instrumental, like lo-fi uh, vibes. And I just think. Same. I don't mind my meditation or if I do have like quiet time, I prefer classical music. Mm-hmm. And that helps me like, I like feel really good. Or jazz. Jazz. Like mm-hmm. a lot of instrumental music is really good for me when I do like checking in with myself, mm-hmm. like self check-ins. But checking in with your emotions. And then lastly, don't be afraid to create boundaries because sometimes you can be negative because the folks around you, you are, are negative, negative. So they practice in so much self-talk that you do as well because that's what you see. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. And this can be family, friends. Anybody. So sometimes there are people in life that don't bring out the best in us. Identifying self-talk traps might also mean identifying a person or two who encourages mm-hmm. you to think negatively about, about yourself. Yeah. So it's okay to create boundaries and remove these people. Focus on surrounding yourself with people who talk positively about you and encourage you to do the same. So a lot of your negative self-talk can literally come from other people. Yeah. Like other people. Like they either talk about themselves like that, they talk about you. Or which, others. Or others. Which we're going to get, get into, into that, that a little bit later. So, um... Overall, uh, what positive self-talk, just some ways to combat that, identifying self-talk traps, utilizing positive affirmations, checking in with your emotions regularly, and don't be afraid to create boundaries. boundaries. Again, remember, positive self-talk is it, it's a lot of intention and a lot of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that we talk about when it comes to a lot of the mental and physical health is intention and, and awareness mm-hmm. and just being and being intentional with things. That's my word they, for this year. Yeah, like being intentional. intentional. Like the, it's it can be challenging because like a lot of times we coast, we on autopilot, or we not even, you know, we think things are supposed to just come so easy because we want it. But we if have you that think being positive is easy, but it's being it intentionally every day. And that's why some days you may not be the most positive, and that's okay. However, mm-hmm. we want it to be for the most part. That mm-hmm. you are positive, it's okay. But checking in with your emotions and things like that, I feel like really help like control that as mm-hmm. well. But but yes, incorporating positive self talk will also boost your positive mood. When we're talking about the question, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's good. Positive self talk, y'all. Do it. All right, moving on to. So, so you want to be, be an entrepreneur? entrepreneur. Yes, today. I do. We're talking about. Blocking out haters and naysayers when being an entrepreneur because we both deal with this often. Yeah. I'm going to let you start off. So for me, hmm, I don't know necessarily say I have. I've ever had someone say, girl, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Nothing like that. But I feel like whenever you're doing something that's different, I feel like, okay, so what I mean by that is, in my the way I was raised, my mom works nine to five. She still mm-hmm. does, and so like 
that's what I thought that I was supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you just go to work, you know, whatever, clock in, clock out, get the mm-hmm. check, get the house, get the da 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 But it's just like, there's no passion there. And it's yeah. like, I want to be passionate about what I do. And so um, that's kind of like how I got into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I just still see my mom work. I, nine to five. I feel like at the beginning, she did not understand fully mm-hmm. what I was trying to do, but she was more like her questions or just like trying to, okay, where do you want to see yourself? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because it's just like, because she would, I, she would always be like, I just go to work. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's just what you A lot know. of older generations don't yeah. understand entrepreneurship. And so. Not just, in the sense of how it is today anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I feel like my inner negative is me, mm-hmm. myself. Like, like we were just talking about, like, this is so different. Like, I don't, I know people who are entrepreneurs that I could look up to, but it's just like, as in my household, I'm really like, especially with college too. Like I'm the mm-hmm. first person to graduate from college. I'm an entrepreneur, like trying to figure these things. That could be scary. And it can make it just like, dang, should I just go get nine to five? Cause that's when it comes to making money, mm-hmm. that's what it sometimes feels like. That's especially when you first start now as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. It's just, it'll be easy to go, go to work. Like I can get the things that I want, like the monetary things that I want. If I got a nine to five. Yeah. That's so it's true. like, uh, cause I'm at the point in my business now, I'm literally, building it up from ground zero so it's mm-hmm. got the ups and downs but it's just like you just contemplate in your head i should just go to nine to five i could i could i could but it's like i gotta do positive self-talk mm-hmm. i'd be like no 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 like this is your dream just because you don't see like you're not experiencing where you want to be mm-hmm. doesn't mean that, that not it's not going way. to yeah. happen but you cannot give up like you've invested so much don't give up don't give up don't give up and so I feel like that's what I deal with, like my own inner critic. Sometimes being your own yes, naysayer. Yes, yes. Like, so that's my biggest battle. But I, I feel like I've, I've overcome. I don't know. I won't say I'm getting better in that process. Yeah. When I do have those um, negative thoughts, who give up? Ooh, why are you doing this? Uh, da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm gonna get to where I want to be. I got to put that work in first. So, what about you? So with me, I deal with it a lot, and it's mostly people because my job is social media so i feel mm-hmm. like people you know they the they the they the keyboard warriors mm-hmm. thugs so they just gonna say whatever so i feel like i've done i've dealt with a lot of naysayers and mm-hmm. haters with my line of work random people people that i know it's crazy like um and it can be I feel like it can be this. I feel like depending on the type of person you are, it can be discouraging mm-hmm. or it it can either, you can be one of those people that push you and be discouraging mm-hmm. or you just get mad. Yeah. I feel like I was a person that I used to let it make me mad or I just be like, what? Mm-hmm. But I have to understand that again, everybody not going to understand the vision that you have. Yes. Everybody is not going to get it. And just cause they don't get it. They don't, don't mean, mean that stop. that don't mean stopping. That don't mean what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I know when I first started out, uh, you know, of course, my engagement wasn't as good, but you know, like I'm trying, and it's so crazy because once, uh, like I found out, like you know, people were like, oh, like that I like went to school, we were like, oh, she's not getting that many views, ha ha, she not getting that many likes, uh, like what does she think she is doing, mm-hmm. like oh, she thinks she da 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 whatever, and it's just like, and of course, like I didn't immediately, but it's like when you find those things out, it's just like dang. It's it's you like see, you randomly find out, like as of now, yeah, this person said like, this when, when I first had yeah, started. Type you know, thing. and yeah. it's just like so. I found out probably a couple of months after I started, like so just people, you know, saying because at this point, 
I like was doing a little bit better, but it's just kind of like it's crazy because it can be just I'm not discouraging, but it's just kind of be like, damn, like, you know, I was very much aware I wasn't getting that many. But it's mm -hmm. like people making fun of it or just like this ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Like she ain't doing nothing with this. I don't even know what she's trying to do. And it's great because people was really people. People do people. People do that. Like you wouldn't think. But it's just like when you find out, you just like, you know, damn, and it can be discouraging um, or it can just. It can hurt your feelings sometimes, too, especially when people be in your face. Folks be fake. But um, now, yeah, they're like, oh, okay. yeah. And then it's like and I've experienced that a lot. Just my business growing mm -hmm. and finding out like over they time. Asking you for favors and stuff. Now. People ask me for favors. People ask me for advice and stuff. But I find out that, you know, when I wasn't doing when I was first starting off or whatever, they was being haters. They was mm -hmm. being naysayers. Oh, she not even doing this. She not even good at that. She not even getting this. What does she think she's doing? Yeah. And it's just crazy how sometimes those haters and naysayers will circle back around mm -hmm. and want something for you or want to be your friend and things like that. And also just, um, like I said, since my job is social media, I deal with a lot of negative people like in my comments and things mm -hmm. like that. And I know for some some people can be a little bit more sensitive than yeah. I am. So when I see stuff like that, it don't necessarily my feelings. It makes me more irritated. And like I said, my quickest thing is to what are some of the out. things people say um, in your comments? It's just like I I feel like I have a lot of men that mm -hmm. try to humble me, like oh, like you're not as cute as you think you are. Like I'm just like I went through your profile, you, but mm -hmm. it's giving bug. No, it's fine. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of men try to like randomly humble me mm -hmm. while I'm um. Like, you know, trying to say I'm not that cute or I don't look that good or whatever. Just like random. You just like, OK, then uh, obviously a lot of the negative stuff I get is people thinking I'm lying about my hair being real. Mm -hmm. That too. Or just people always got something to say about something. Yeah. Literally, it don't matter. I could be doing a makeup. Oh, I don't. Uh, The way you did that don't make no sense. Nah, nah, nah. It just be like. It make it just like and a I lot of people. Why people do that. It's like yeah, it's because you can watch it. And you can think whatever you want to think. But why comment it? Like, what are you supposed to do with that fucking information? What am I supposed to do with this information? But like I said, I I had to, I feel like everybody reacts differently mm -hmm. to haters and naysayers. I think I mine turns more into an agitation and an anger versus a feelings being mm -hmm. hurt because only people that can truly hurt my feelings is people that I actually yeah. give a damn about. But if for me, it's more like, my thinking is more like, because it's like, you don't even know me. Yeah. You don't know me. If we was in person right now, you wouldn't even be saying this. Like, you know, things like that. But I have to remember that some people are ignorant mm -hmm. and miserable. some people are miserable and I can't allow whatever energy and mm -hmm. stuff they're trying to bring to tear down my business. Because at the end of the day, like, let's say if I responded to every negative comment that I got, that makes my business look bad. That makes brands yeah, not want to work brand went with to me. Your post and they're looking at the comments. Let's say you post about a brand like okay let's see what her followers say yeah. about this it's just like you literally saying shut, and, shut up bitch yeah <laughs> like, shut the fuck up you don't be you know <laughs> whatever like, oh, like, wow and it's just yeah and it's just they're like oh sister you tripping <laughs> you know in the comments so it's just kind of like it's my go-to is i just want to go off that's for me and i know some people it can be discouraging mm -hmm. like oh Oh, this ain't this video ain't that good. This makes no sense. Oh, this is ugly. You know, mm -hmm. whatever like that. I remember I did one video. I can't even remember how I did my hair. I did something different my hair. And it was like half of the comments was like encouraging and half of the comments were like negative. And I'm not gonna lie, I think that's the first time where I seen so many negative comments. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was just like, damn, I was mm -hmm. just like, these people are really 
saying these things. And I feel like that's probably one of the like times it made me feel discouraged because it was so much at one time. And I was just like reading them and it was so hard to not respond back yeah. and, you know, say certain things because people always got something to say. Always. So I just say like it's very hard to to block out and to ignore haters and naysayers and your line of or being an entrepreneur because again there's you got people behind your back this ain't gonna work mm-hmm. what are they doing that that don't make no sense that ain't never gonna happen for them or when you are doing stuff people got stuff there's always people saying stuff along yeah. the way you do you know everybody got a everybody got an opinion on something yeah, i feel like it's very important to know your why mm-hmm. like your why is gonna like really be the foundation of like your worth like this is why as entrepreneur this is why i created this business mm-hmm. like so no matter what anybody says this is my this is why i'm doing it so it's just like that. this is your truth you live in it mm-hmm. and then when those negative comments come you're like it goes right over you because you're just like that's a lie also i another thing i had to start folks because i remember i had a i can't remember how to talk about and they pointed this out and i was like you know what i do that i feel like we tend to focus it's so much easier to for negative comments mm-hmm. to grab our attention than positive, positive yeah. if we're being honest and that's something i had to stop doing i had to stop i'm so busy giving attention to the negative, negative comments yeah. and people saying foolery that i'm forgetting to thank people and appreciate mm-hmm. them and stuff like that because i'm so focused on what people you got i got a hundred positive Mm -hmm. comments and i got five negative ones and i'm tending to focus but it's human nature to negativity just catches our attention easier if we're being i don't know why but everybody negativity just catches our Mm -hmm. attention easier and it is again being more intentional and focusing on the positive and choosing how you're going to receive it choosing how you receive uh, it's so easy to delete a comment and block a person it is and that's what i had to start you can do that faster than you make let me think of what I'm gonna say. Like, yeah, you can, you can do that quick. Like, and, then, and then it's gone. It's gone. And that's what I had like to start doing. Making sure that when I'm responding back to comments from time to time, when I'm a little bored, you know, I feel a little <laughs> spicy. I'm gonna be like, no, you trick ass bitch. my comments. <laughs> then I delete it afterwards. I'm like, I let it marinate for 10 minutes so they can see it. And then, boom, delete yeah. it. But it's just like from time to time, I'll like say something. And it's, and it's usually like, I ch- and usually when I do comment back, I try to do it in an educated mm-hmm. way. Now, when it's somebody just trying to talk about the way you look, something delete. I don't, I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. But it's when somebody trying to talk about a technique I'm doing or this don't make no sense that you're doing this. I try to educate them more. Mm-hmm. I try to educate them in the clap back or whatever yeah. versus just cussing them out. You know, so because we can also like, read things wrong as well too. But people ignorant still. They it's they like are. if you didn't understand. I feel like. There's a better way for you to communicate that you didn't understand the technique. Then this don't make sense. Yeah, because that's very just ghetto. <laughs> Honestly, just, this don't make sense. That's how I read it. Like, yeah. So it's just like if there's a way I can educate them in a the response, mm-hmm. then I will. But it's like for the most part, deleting, blocking. Like if they say something, because um, I noticed that I've been getting a lot of random negative comments lately because I've been making more reels mm-hmm. and reels just randomly pop up, and these aren't even people that follow me they just so you they just, just see you the just, real you pop on people on people's instagram yeah instagram. and they yeah. just leaving comments and like those are the people i'm just like delete because it's just like you don't follow mm-hmm. me you know you just seen a random video decided to be negative and some people just negative mm-hmm. in general so a lot of times i feel like what i try to do is one not take the negative comments so personally because mm-hmm. again they do not know me so it's just kind of like they just 
people just ignorant on the yeah. internet and I had to accept that that people just ignorant but people ignorant in real life too so it's just like folks ignorant I and, feel like in person it's more about setting boundaries I feel like as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur your big, biggest haters are going to be people that you know, obviously know right but for the most so part it could be your family mm-hmm. your friends maybe just like them not understanding your vision not mm-hmm. necessarily believing in you so it's like you got to stand firm got to stand strong on what you want to do and keep mm-hmm. doing it and then set boundaries like if you feel like look I can't talk to you about what I got going on because every, every time, time I, I talk about it, you got some, something to, to say. Mm-hmm. You're very discouraging. I will no longer tell you what I got going mm-hmm. on. You can do that. Just stop talking to people about your visions and your and your business or cut people off. That too. Be more uh, choosy mm-hmm. of who you who tell you your should, plans yeah, to. And, and yeah, you like, yeah, just be more choosy of like who you explain your things to because like I said, some, everybody's not going to get it. They mm-hmm. may not understand it or they could literally simply just be Hating. hating and it's just i'm not even finna or waste my breath they I'm never seen it done just because you haven't seen something done doesn't mean it's not, it's not possible, possible. Exactly. so don't try to limit me because you're you're limiting yourself like, exactly. type thing so just be careful because it could be something as simple as like you talking to your parents or your siblings about something it's just like that don't make sense i don't understand like, da, 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 da. i don't know and that can discourage you with my parents they was getting on my nerves when i y'all know i went and got a whole master's degree in the mm-hmm. plan when i first started obviously my master's program was to go teach afterwards mm-hmm. like that but things changed along the way and i decided to finish out i had a semester left mm-hmm. when like i started getting paid for like uh like content so mm-hmm. i was just like i have a semester left i'm finna finish my parents genuinely did not understand when i told them hey i'm deciding not to use my degree at the moment mm-hmm. i'm pursuing this they didn't get it they was oh well you you need a real job yeah. you need a real job and it's just like child this is a real job and what year was it 2019 this mm-hmm. is a real job and it's just like i feel like when i actually started making like consistent money from it and they see the brands that i'm working with you're able to provide they, for yourself self, and they eventually saw, saw it. it but there was times where i had mm-hmm. to stop talking about it because every time i brought it up it's a billion low-key well, negative yeah con- even if the question itself is not negative it has a negative tone or connotation mm-hmm. that comes with it and it is discouraging because you asking me a million questions and it's not even on some how's it going mm-hmm. is well what you gonna do about yeah. that and well mm, you know it's, it's like, just and like, i get that as a parent yeah they're just trying to like check in you know whatever but still <laughs> get the parents getting on my nerves but um yeah so i feel that with like i feel like a lot of older generation don't get that but just one thing that helps me like i said is realizing there are a lot of people out there rooting for you a lot. and there's more people rooting and hating honestly yeah there is that. and we have and you have to remember that and it's like i know the thing that always makes me i always always love when people dm me and they tell me like your con are they like hey i tried your mm-hmm. technique this worked for me i tried this product that you uh recommended uh i watched your skincare video i did this mm-hmm. when people like message me and be like i mm-hmm. watched your video your tutorials and it worked for me thank you for creating this has helped me that's what makes me keep wanting to do what i so i don't have like the i don't have like that mindset um oh the hater side can't do it i'm gonna keep i'm gonna prove the haters wrong because mm-hmm. i don't care about y'all yeah. i care about the people that Who are actually rooting are me. rooting for me and actually are taking advice from mm-hmm. the thing like because it's like i do content creation for a reason for a reason it's not just and it's to, to be cute it's just to, it's to help yeah it's to help people in the best way i can and sometimes you're on there you be cute. cute you do cute stuff but it's just like i want to teach people i learn these things about myself i have a passion in these mm-hmm. things i don't want to put 
whatever information I have learned to just help people the best way that I can. So it's just like for me, what keeps me going is the positive Positivity. people. Root. Not I'm not like I'm not one of the people that yeah the negativity is what keep me you know no, grinding. That's no. such a warped mindset. I guess whatever works for people, but to me, in order for the negative, that means I have to focus. You have to feed on, into. You, you have to feed listen, into. You got to clock it. Nah. No, I would prefer to Ignore. focus on the positive people. So just remember, there are definitely people in your corner, whether they know you or not. Mm-hmm. People are rooting for people you. Are, people are rooting for you. More people are rooting. Yeah. I love when I get random DMs too. Like, hey, I I've been seeing you, especially people I know. Like, I'm yeah. proud of you for keeping going. You could have gave up. You didn't. Or I'm like, like hey, watching your journey has been amazing. Yes. Like, love love this for you. You know, like, really seeing you. Mm-hmm. And like saying when it's people like you know, been knowing you a long time. So it's just kind of like, just remember, it's more positive folks out there that's rooting for you than negative. The negative people never go away. And you just, it's, it is hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like at first to ignore it, block it out. Because sometimes your own naysayer is literally yourself. Yourself. Mm-hmm. That in yourself, but like you know, practicing some of those techniques. So I was talking about what positive self talk mm-hmm. really do help out. All right, that was great. Moving on to what's new. So the first thing I want to talk about is something that's been in the news lately, mm-hmm. which is the death of Lauren Smith Fields, and it is a mystery. So I don't know if you heard about. It. She's like twenty twenty three yeah. twenty because she just. Her 24th birthday was just the other day. Mm-hmm. And she went on a Bumble date with like an older white man who was like 39 mm-hmm. or something of that nature and literally woke up dead like mm-hmm. the next day. Like, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I actually found an article that said that was she, um, I know her, died. her death was ruled okay. an accident, but ruled an accident. And uh, the cause of death was acute intoxication due to the combined effects of fentanyl, promethazine, hydrozine, and alcohol. So drugs and alcohol, basically. Mm -hmm. Medical examiner determined the cause of death to be an accident. And they said that the man that was with her is not being, like, investigated Mm -hmm. into. And it's just kind of like, I seen this, this one tweet. And I was like, this is very, this because it's been a month mm-hmm. since she passed away. And it was an article for, I forgot, let me load it. The news station was, which one was it? Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's a picture of both of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like him. He's like on a hiking tri- mm-hmm. trip or whatever. Like, nice picture. And then it's her. She's like, they got her looking more seductive or whatever in like mm-hmm. a bikini. And it says design engineer 37, whose bumble date 23 died in her bloodstained bed next to him after a night of drinking. Her family sued cops for mishandling investigation and pursuing because he's white. And the way, first of all, her name was not said design engineer 37, whose bumble date 23. Mm-hmm. Like, so she labels it as a bumble date. And some um, body was like, I'm really glad the bubble date has been revealed, but why did they use a bikini pic? Uh, and then somebody was like, everything about this is so intentional. Bikini picture for her and a hiking picture for mm-hmm. him. He's a design engineer and she's just his bumble date. If you can't tell they're trying to paint a certain kind of picture, Narrative. then I don't know what to tell you. And that is very true. We see that a lot when mm-hmm. black people are killed, like it's like a mystery or, you know, they're found dead and things of that nature. And like the way that is painted in the media it's very... It's giving, like, um, drama. Like, they want it to be, like, a... 
what's that show called? Like killer couples or something. You know what I'm talking about? It's like those uh, reenactment shows mm -hmm. how they try to like dramatize it and make it like lifetimey. Yeah, and it's just like I feel, it's like they depersonalize mm -hmm. the person. It's not even like this is their name. This is who they were. It's oh, his Bumble date. Like that girl Kinda has a like whole name. To so people can make some assumptions. Yeah, I just feel like or something. It makes it less serious. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just That's like what I mean, like a joke. Oh uh, yeah, like it's just like it's not. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just kind of like the the vibe mm -hmm. that comes with it and it's just really sad because like i said this happened like a month ago or i won't say a joke i mean like entertainment yes that's yes. what i'm looking for it's it's not taken seriously mm -hmm. i feel like it's not taken seriously and um so this is a whole life this is a whole girl's life and how is he not being investigated and she was found dead next to him like she mm -hmm. died next to him with a bunch of drugs and liquor in her so why is he and I seen something that was saying they talked to him and probably saying he was seemed like a nice guy or whatever. And I was just like, and this is most people that get interrogated seem like nice guys. Who's like mean, like, like, yeah, I'm evil. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it's just like, and it just really sucks because obviously her family is just like, what happened? What, what happened? And I feel what, like that's ruled an the accident. Most like thing is like, let's say it was really an accident. Like, tell us, what happened yeah. like i feel like those people like her family her friends they're they're, they're looking for answers they need answers like what happened like you were with her her last moments of her mm -hmm. life what happened exactly like i feel like people be so afraid to get in trouble what happened my thing is i feel like a lot of times a lot of these situations when like black people go missing or they like die unexpectedly mm -hmm. in situations it's not investigated enough it's not it's, it's bare it's minimum just like, investigation mm -hmm. Oh well, like it's just yeah, it's just kind of like okay, well, this is what we said it, mm -hmm. it was like oh, we found all this stuff in her system. It was an accident. It's like they don't try to dive deep deeper into at it. Oh, it's kind of just like well, maybe she just it's just like maybe she just took too many drugs, drugs and liquor and died. Like and it's just like I feel like a lot of times like um that one uh I think it was sometime last year later last year that boy who went missing oh, was yeah. the black uh the black boy he like body got found mm -hmm. in like a river. Or something like that. And they were trying to like weirdly rule it that as an accident. And, but he had like, I think like something was missing off his body, mm -hmm. like body parts. Like, and I was just like, he, how was that an accident? And yeah. it's just like, oh, it's ruled an accident. And I just it's feel like not. a lot of time when these things happen to black people, they just not investigated enough. Like, it's just like, okay, well, here's y'all answer that we give y'all. So take it. I don't know if you've seen um, Scandal. Mm -mm. Uh, but that's kind of like what it is about it's like things like this happen and then like olivia pope which is carrie washington like her character literally like finds a way to spin it in the media just like that mm -hmm. to make like let's say like the white man was her client yeah to make the other person that died look bad, bad. Yeah. yeah so it's just like it's not taken seriously at all and they they get off and that's the issue and that's the issue a lot of times the media can really really have a huge effect on like how people see stuff. things and it's like people already be prejudiced as hell mm -hmm. towards black folks so it's just like the fact that in that article, she has this girl has a million pictures and y'all chose her in her bikini to give her that that bumble date look. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like that's just ignorant. Meanwhile, he fully dressed, he hiking, like he looking like whatever. And then y'all basically trying to give her off this mm -hmm. sexual look like, oh, what was she doing with him? Why mm -hmm. is she with a 37 year old man and she's 23? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like giving out those type of vibes like. 
type of thing. And it's just like that should be pissing me off. I'm not gonna lie to you because this that's a whole life mm-hmm. that's gone. She's 23, and it's just like a lot of times it's just like this, and uh, like missing persons are not taken as seriously as they should be. They're not investigated into because mm-hmm. I remember they was gun ho in the news when that girl who her boyfriend killed her, mm-hmm. and then he like took off. Oh, they were looking for him hard, like, and they um. I, I think they ended up finding him, but I remember that was like sometime later last year. I think so. I think, but they when that when mm-hmm. they said it was white woman killed missing, oh news coverage everywhere. Every they, everybody looking for him. Everybody looking for him because I think his family took off, like his parents took off or something like that too. I can't even remember, but I just remember that it was a lot of coverage, coverage. on that, and it's just like a little too much. And it's like a lot of times I saw I, it everywhere. I was just like, oh my gosh. And I feel like, and of course she deserves justice, yes. of course. But it's like we need that energy towards everybody that goes missing, everyone who mm-hmm. is killed and things like that. So I feel like a lot of times with the deaths or like missing persons of black people, I see it because of the the black news outlets that I follow. It's more activism. That's what yeah. we see more. It's like help us get the word out. You know, the, like this, sign yeah. this petition and mm-hmm. just like we got to work overtime mm-hmm. as, like, a whole, as a community mm-hmm. to, like, help people. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when things go viral, like, when people are mad, we, we have to get pissed off yeah. for y'all to listen. We have to threaten you and, mm-hmm. like, call you. Y'all racist, y'all mm-hmm. racist. Y'all be like, oh, no, we're not. We'll investigate a little bit more. Just, yeah. like, just do what y'all supposed That's to do. That's how it was with that boy that went missing. He was found in the river. He went, he was missing before mm-hmm. them. And then I remember, like, a solid two weeks it was like it went viral on trying to find him. Mm-hmm. And I swear, it's like as soon as he went viral, now all of a sudden y'all investigating too and y'all end up finding him. We could have we been mm-hmm. found if y'all probably, if you took it seriously when the parents first came to you. But it had to, like you said, the community as a whole has to get angry before they decide to, to even make, like to make, a move. to make a move about it or to even shed more light on it mm-hmm. for other communities to see. So it's just like, it's very, yeah, being black is tiring sometimes. But I'm really... Hoping she gets the truth comes out mm-hmm. and she gets the justice that she deserves because obviously that whole thing is fishy. Yeah, like that's of course it that's is. just extremely fishy. It so, is very. uh, next we got how do you say her name? Shins, is it Shinsei? I have no idea. Shins, Shinsei and Megan have a new song. Hold on, I think it is Shinsei. So she's a Jamaican mm-hmm. artist. That's all I know about her. But it's a new, you know, provocative song. I haven't heard it. Um, um I have and I don't want to listen to it. I'm scared. <laughs> Please. You the thing is near just it's called Lick. Just it's on Apple Music probably. Let's play a snippet of it. Sorry, sorry for your ears. Because I know this is probably so provocative. I know y'all probably seen <laughs> a bunch about it. It's called Lick. Yes. Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. Pull up me a mouth, put up me pum pum, make a tango. Click, click, click. I don't want no man way. Want me a mouth, make that tango. Murder. Okay. <laughs> no, the put y'all back into it. That's the part that takes me okay. out. Let me find it. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Just a little more. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Okay. Child, the music video is taking me out. I love Meg. 
I do dearly, but I I'm not I'm not a fan. Yeah, I I knew it wasn't a fan by the picture. Oh, when they was like there on the song, the way it yeah, looked, I was, I was like, like mm. Mm. but the music video is. I bet it's HD, 4K, whatever. It's I don't know. It's I don't know. But it's great quality. It's over. It's um, what? It's overly sexual. That's I think. What I, I, I think it's figured. like it's it's like horse yeah overly sexual i think i feel like there's a like we were talking about there's a way to be sensual mm-hmm. and there's just be like some stuff it, it's almost cringe yeah, it's that like, is like too too sexual mm-hmm. and the tweets in the <laughs> for taking me out what did they say uh let's see hold on come on twitter 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 <laughs> it's that jay-z where mm-hmm. he bopping is like me trying to bop this news. Oh, he's like just saying in Meg track because I truly love them both knowing damn well it's not him like it should. Like I didn't necessarily see um I was looking for some positive ones. Mm-hmm. Uh said they are two incredibly talented artists, but I could have went my whole life without this collab. And another one it was. I'm just gonna ignore that song. I'm gonna treat it like it's a massive attack act that never happened. And then it's like a give. It's like that's over. It's canceled. <laughs> yeah. Um. I just feel like. Uh. I was reading this one thing, and they was just like, they feel like a lot of times for black women, I guess, to be mainstream, mm-hmm. they have to be super super sexual, sexual yeah. with everything. And I feel like to a certain extent, like it's true. It, it can be true mm-hmm. sometimes like because i'm watching this and i'm just like it just ain't it i yeah. love making as an artist and we already know she raunchy yeah. in general so it's just like it's no surprise but it's just like i don't know this song just ain't it the visuals just ain't mm-hmm. it it's just as a whole it's somebody else and i feel like they are both two talented artists so it's just kind of like i'm not gonna lie it's, it's giving like last minute that they did this that's what the vibes is but you know, just because Megan is one of my faves mm-hmm. don't mean that I have to like everything, that, you know. So, but I don't know. Like, I feel like Megan is a great artist. Mm-hmm. But so to me, I guess this isn't really a surprise when it comes to Megan. Like I said, she's very raunchy yeah. anyways. But a lot of people were, I guess, comparing it to WAP. Yeah. They was like saying the it's like vibes. the same vibes or whatever like that. So I guess trying to say it was like, I feel like a lot of people try to call her like one note. But I also think that's just her, her style. That's her aesthetic. I say that's that her all style. the time. Like people like say she sounds the same. It's like that's her flow. It's yeah. her aesthetic. Like I feel like a lot of artists sound. It's her voice. They're supposed to sound it, supposed the same to sound because like, yeah, that's them. Like that's their just sound. Like a lot of these rap rappers out here. Yeah, they sound the same as well. I feel like that's their. You need to listen to Playboy Cardi. Please leave me alone. <laughs> I mostly hear men say that. I just can't get into it. It's like she don't make music for you, nigga. Like she you're not supposed to get she's, it. She make for the bag. You're not supposed to be to it. Yeah, it's not for you. like that in the car uh, blast the wall. Uh, uh, I can, I really can't get into Beyonce. It's like she don't make music for you. You're not supposed to get into her. <laughs> that's Baddies. why I say when when men say things like you're not supposed to get it. You're not supposed to like it. Yeah. Not for you. Not for you. It's for the bad bitches. But, um, yeah, the song overall is, we're not getting very much positive reviews, but I think it's going to get pushed, though. Like, yeah, it's, for it's sure. already getting pushed. Push. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like you can, I almost feel like you can tell when a song is made it's to It's about pushed, to get pushed. pushed. Like, you can, yeah. or it's it was meant, like. It was meant for this purpose. To be pushed out there. 
So I feel like to be controversial, to be pushed, to be but you never know because people always got something to say about us. Like songs are criticized, and then a month later, everybody is making a TikTok because it's everywhere. Like it's popping, it's everywhere. So it's just like probably in a month we're gonna see everybody put your back into it or whatever she was saying. So I don't think I think the song is not the best work. I've heard worse, Mm -hmm. definitely, but I think I think it's more the visuals. That I was more like, yeah, about than the actual song itself. Mm-hmm. Visuals had a lot going. I was watching, I was like, it's a lot going on. Okay. All right, moving on. Next, got Megan Good and Devon Franklin. They filed for divorce. So, found out they've been married since 2012. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they just filed for divorce like a week or two ago. One thing I've been noticing about this situation is like people talking down on them. Because um, you know, like he's a pastor. Mm-hmm. And they have a book to, they had a book together mm-hmm. talking about Literally, I didn't read one it. of the things it was like what I'm supposed to do with this book now but it's just like why do y'all make everything a joke these people like divorce is not easy oh yeah you know for sure saying? I feel like so, it takes a lot to get to so like the I'm point saying of what divorcing I, what I don't like is people discrediting their knowledge or their yeah. experience like I feel like whenever you write a book it's just like that was your truth at that moment mm-hmm it's very normal for people to get divorced. So it's just like, it doesn't make you a bad person. I feel like as pastors, mm-hmm. you get looked down on for that oh, type yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, it is what it is. Yeah, And I, I mean, wish them the best. Yeah. Obviously, and I feel like people are trying to... I feel like it's so crazy because nothing has came out mm-hmm. on why they're getting divorced. But, they but people have so many theories. narratives. Like, oh, he did something. Oh, she did, did something. And it's just because like, um, like she been, I guess like stepping out more mm-hmm. since like the divorce has been like um publicized so she got like the uh miss good if you're nasty mm-hmm. and like she had the the post in the bikinis mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie some of the twitter jokes i've been seeing are funny they was like ah my sister free she ain't gotta go to church no more <laughs> like it's just like dumb stuff mm-hmm. which is like it's just like funny jokes but it's been some people y'all doing think pieces and there's literally no information, no information. Has- y'all literally reaching for the freaking stars i think that's so weird oh I, he did something she did something i seen it's just one like, that was what? like because you know her she has a show on um on um uh, amazon called harlem oh okay. so you know the dude from p valley the one that like drake <laughs> um, uh, the bodyguard yeah yeah so he's her love interest on there oh, so of course okay, it's very so. like they kiss and mm-hmm. stuff like that and someone literally said, oh, yeah, he saw them sex scenes and he divorced her. What the fuck? <laughs> Just like, She's at work. Relax. Literally at work. Like, And he knows who he married, <laughs> like yes. an actress. So I just think it's wild that people are doing whole thing pieces and like coming up with opinions. And on, we will never know why they got a divorce probably. And that's none of our business. They got divorced. It happens. Okay, so it's just like I'm not on no one's side. It's just like I don't know. it just yeah. it just didn't work out. As far as I know, they both seem like two decent people. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, and it's not our business to know, mm-hmm. but it's just so weird people doing thing pieces. So wish them the best, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's not a messy one because divorces yeah. can get messy. All right, next. Y'all. Lastly, who is, is Julia Kanye. Fox? Who is Julia Fox? Do y'all know that? And is? why is that eyeliner <laughs> so thick? No, let's get it. Kanye got a new food thing, whatever that is supposed to be. Uh, Julia <laughs> Fox. What is she? What's the the cringe name? Julie. 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 Yes. Julie. Once again, celebrities, why do y'all pull us into y'all's badness? <laughs> <laughs> We're just minding our business. So as y'all know, Kim in. Kanye are getting divorced. And that was announced some time ago because this rumor that she dating Pete Davidson. 
Ew. I'm not gonna lie. It's just somebody say he like he got the suds. That's funny to me because he is extremely pale. He but is very pale. He's yes. very pale. But y'all know he dated like Ariana Grande for a while. She was actually engaged uh, to him for mm-hmm. a minute. But like it's rumored that like him and Pete are dating and now whoever Julia, Julia Fox, Fox is. Because they was like Julia Fox and Pete Davidson did like a paper magazine like that. covered together. And I was just like, it's so random. Like it's just random. But what the hell do they be wearing? <laughs> That'd be my thing. I'd just be like, they look so uncomfortable. Like her pants, think it's supposed to be pants, like fashion. Her pants be like her coochie about to be out. Yeah. Like the the top. Oh Lord, <laughs> you know I'm gonna show you that picture. Oh the low her riders, pants yeah. Be so low booty meat be hanging out. Booty, yeah. <laughs> booty. Um, they have to be like, how do you walk in that and feel comfortable? <laughs> That's why I think every time like they look so uncomfortable. But it's just me. Maybe I don't to have me, fashion. Kanye, I don't understand him. He weird. I don't understand him. He's not for me to understand. Not meant to, yeah. I'm I don't think I'm meant to understand, understand that him. man. But that one picture, that recent one, she had like the, the looked, really black eyeliner looked, eyeshadow and he had the mask they on. They looked coked out or something. I ain't They know just looked. But you know, they got money and we just can't, we're just too broke to understand. That's what I my, mean. That's what I be thinking. Chad, this is my tax bracket. Let me not have it. This I can't is the, I know, it. I, I don't can't get. understand. But yeah, we're just. I feel like we just be in people's business because they just watching them slowly be separated. But they remember know the people he was like, like saying he couldn't go to his kid's birthday party. When? On Instagram, Kanye. When was it? Like a few weeks ago. Why couldn't he go? I don't know. Oh, he's talking about like Kim said he couldn't go. Yeah, she won't drop the address of this. <laughs> like the whole rant. Then have you seen that video of him throwing? throwing yeah, yeah so it's like obviously he got the Addy. But it's just like why y'all be telling us y'all business. <laughs> Literally, we did not ask. Then from him begging, begging for her to come back. Yeah, but then, how then they said he bought girl? that house across the street from her or something like that. I'm just like, huh. y'all make my brain hurt. I didn't ask. Why are you with this woman if you want this lady back? And I feel like sometimes a lot of stuff has is publicity a thing too. for fake booties because they both got the fakest booties I ever seen. I'm just like, Ugh. it's a mess, child. Glad nobody. I'm not a celebrity. I know, right? I'm glad I'm not a celebrity. Sounds it don't sound fun. But uh Kanye, yeah. And Julia Fox. Hey girl. I tried to find her Instagram. That's how much I keep seeing her. So let me just follow her. Because <laughs> you just keep popping up everywhere. <laughs> I'm dead. That's funny. Well, that's because they just like went public. Because mm-hmm. I know it was like for a minute it was like rumored. They was like, I think catching them. Like randomly, so you know, paparazzi to be nosy as hell. And then I guess they was just like on some mm-hmm. okay, like we just finna be public with it. It's just, it's very interesting because they're not, I don't think their divorce is finalized. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how that worked. So I was just like, I think that's interesting. But again, I don't know how divorce separation, like all that, stuff, work, that but. stuff works. All right. All we're right. going to finish Sorry. off with some, <laughs> some life hacks. And since we were talking about, you know, haters and naysayers, we want to talk yes. about spotting the negative people in your circle. circle. Okay, so number one sign. So we'll we'll just take turns. So what is your number one sign of a negative friend? Like what is it like? Oh, um, draining, just sucking all the positivity out the air. Like we can be doing anything, going anywhere, just any type of experience we're having as a friendship, friend group, and you just find, find the, the negative things, mm-hmm. and you have to comment on, you have to talk about it, mm-hmm. that type of thing, or being messy, just kind of. 
talking about people. Like somebody mm-hmm. could be walking down the street, like what what she got on? You know, yeah, da, 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 and just like she's literally minding her business. We don't know her. She yeah. doesn't. Know. Why are we talking about this person? I agree. I do not like super messy people. Overly, everybody kicking and gossip from time to time, but like overly messy people, especially when you like say it's what people that you literally will never see again in your life. Yeah, keep like, them. Why do you care so? Much? Why do you care so much? If you don't like how their hair look, keep it to yourself. Who cares? Yeah. I guess for me, my number one sign of a negative friend is every time you have something good or positive to say, they counter it with a negative mm-hmm, a negative like question or a negative saying that come mm-hmm. along with it it's just like every time you speak on anything good for yourself anything going well anything good going for somebody else whatever it's always a negative comment mm-hmm. it's never a that's great that's good mm-hmm. proud of you nothing it's always some type of negative question or comment that combats it mm-hmm. and it's just like okay and it's like that all the time because oh, obviously yeah. like this is stuff you, you this see is you over time. time. Like, you yes. notice it over time. And I agree with me. Like, every time we go somewhere, this situation, you comment on every negative thing you can, you can find. possibly find. find and and that just makes all the, the experience, mm-hmm. the fun, the whatever just completely yeah. go away. And I feel like as well as just um, if we don't do what you want to do, you got to attitude. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as for friendships, you know, just like in a relationship like boyfriend girlfriend or a marriage like you have to make compromises mm-hmm. so sometimes like you know you got a friend and like to do this you got a friend and like to do that we all as a friend group I feel like you should try to experience and do things with your friends that they like to do mm-hmm. you know whose idea was it for us to come here you mm-hmm. know type of thing and it's just like if it's not what you want to be doing one why the fuck did you come <laughs> if you know you want to be here but two that whole time you're like complaining and just like ugh, ah, ah, ah. I should never came here yeah. I don't want to be here this ain't it yeah. da, 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 da. and it's that like it's like that thing. all the time well what do you want to do damn yeah <laughs> no, you don't know yeah you don't know you just complaining so you're not you're collab- that's not, not collaborative it's like you never want to do fine whatever everybody wants to do but you're not trying to find things what do you like to do like yeah. invite us into your world your space like you're not collaborative it's like I don't like when it's one side where I always have to like make plans with you mm-hmm. it's not i like i like it to be a back and forth thing sometimes mm-hmm. you up, sometimes you hit me up but it's like i'm the only one making effort mm-hmm. to do stuff then it's like i make this effort and you complain in yes. the process and it's like but you didn't give me anything else better mm-hmm. so just like what can you expect so That's frustrating too how do you i guess normally react to this negativity you think you have like a reaction to it i become very distant and quiet because i don't want to be my- mean because i'll be about like you get out you it's it's like literally negative energy is freaking contagious mm-hmm. so it it's is. like she got attitude you can get one too mm-hmm. with her and get, everybody get frustrated <clears throat> so i think i have to be quiet and just think i think that's for my, a second in process that's my that's like my reaction to i get quiet again mm-hmm. unfortunately my bad habit is i be really quick to like want to cuss people mm-hmm. out when they piss me off or when they're like can you shut up literally but i'm not gonna say i'm gonna be like shut the fuck up because mm-hmm. you are literally like i I will i don't want to be mean because i feel like yeah. there's a better way to communicate things so being quiet like I said, you don't want to get into it yeah it helps you think before you speak yes. so it's just kind of like i think i get quiet too and i think okay how can i address this mm-hmm. or move along with this without you know like it <laughs> turning into like a whole argument with somebody mm-hmm. and so I guess, like, what do you do about it with negative people in mm. your circle? Um, it depends on 
the bond. If I feel mm-hmm. like the bond was weak anyway, I'm not gonna lie. I just get distant oh, and yeah. disconnect. But if I have to have a conversation, I will. Yeah, I, I think it do. It depends, it depends on, on the, bond. the closeness that you have. Because it's like you have best friends, you have like close friends, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. friends, you have acquaintances. Mm-hmm. So definitely, if we are just like cool in acquaintances, it is very easy to just yeah, like, distance I'm not inviting like that person yeah, anymore. it's because we were never super super close to begin with, and usually I feel like. You spot it faster with an acquaintance or a close. Because I feel like sometimes we can be a little blinded when it comes to people we're closer mm-hmm. with. Because you tend to give them a little bit more grace mm-hmm. than you would somebody that you're not as close with. So I feel like so much easier because we was never like just this in the first place. But I feel like it's a little harder when it's mm-hmm. more people in your inner, inner circle. Um, I'm trying to think if I have obviously the people that's like in my inner circle mm-hmm. now are nobody's like that. I I choose not to. Yeah. Like before I even get close to you, you know, figuring some things out. But it's just like also I've been close to y'all for years. So whatever. But um I've had two friends I had to cut off. I mm-hmm. just texted them. And I just told them how I f- no, one of them yeah, no, I texted both of them. They, um told them how I felt. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're negative. Mm-hmm. Like set the truth. I'm not trying to hurt you or like beef with you. I just I have to do I have to set boundaries for yeah. myself and then I have to look out for myself. And like I said, usually this is something you tell over a good amount mm-hmm. of time. It's not like one time somebody negative and you just like, like we oh, all catch that attitude. We can all be yeah. negative sometimes, but it's like somebody is it's like the literally this thing. is their trait. This is them. They are a negative mm-hmm. person. And it's like I cannot grow with this person. I cannot be happy with them. I can't be positive. Can't mm-hmm. share good things with them because mm-hmm. they're so negative. And it's hard to like Tell people that. Everybody get on defense mode. You don't want to trigger people. Yeah. People cussing you out and arguing with you. Yeah. So So I feel like the last time I feel like I had to separate myself from somebody that was negative, I just became distanced. And Mm -hmm. I noticed in that time of becoming distanced, it's not like there was no effort on their part to reach out to me, to talk to me. And it's crazy because I felt like I put effort into trying to like help this person mm-hmm. and you know just trying to make them more self-aware and stuff so it's like when i started to come distance that's when i knew i made the right choice because mm-hmm. i was like this person didn't even try to like hey you want to do something mm-hmm. nothing like ain't heard from you in the longest and i was like that's how i know i made the right choice on becoming distance with this person because it's like whatever i don't know what their motive was for being my friend but clearly yeah. it wasn't a good intentional one. i don't know if they saw a positive person and wanted to bring that person down with them miserable mm-hmm. people love company if we being honest yes. and i feel like it's very important to examine with your friendships like what is the bond like what is our friendship rooted in mm-hmm. is your bond literally rooted in drama and mm-hmm. i hate like y'all was hating on somebody else together mm-hmm. that, y'all didn't like somebody that's how y'all started talking it's bound to fail that way yeah so if it's i was already started off rooted in yeah. some foolery it's, yeah, not, it's, it's going, not gonna last. it's not gonna last because it was never a true like bond yeah. bond there is just like y'all found something messy to bond mm-hmm. over or whatever like that but i feel like i feel like like me and mia's relationship i mean me and mia what met in 2014 we've been like this since but our we lived in the same hall we mm-hmm. ran track together but also we found things in that common, we like the yeah. same like i feel like the the connection the reason why we bonded was true yeah. same with holly like bonding with holly was true the way that we bonded and i feel like that's why our friendship has like so long mm-hmm. but it's just like sometimes a lot of failed friendships are in the way that it it, it could started. have been negatively 
y'all bonded over something negative, negative yeah. and then eventually it's just kind of like that's what it ends uh, off always, in. Yeah. So that's what I had to do for myself because I cannot be around super negative people all the time. Like, like you said, it's contagious. It rub off on you. It's like now I got an attitude because you being negative, you making me negative. Like, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to set those boundaries for yourself, but yeah, it do has to be what you got to do. It also can be family as well. Family can be negative like, as well. So unfortunately, you can't just fire your family sometimes mm-hmm. from your life. Um, but you can create boundaries can create with boundaries. them as well. You definitely, so creating boundaries, I feel like when it comes to negative people in your circle, depending on, like you said, the clo- we said the closeness and maybe like the seriousness mm-hmm. of the negativity as well. Some people you can distance yourself from, you know, some people can love from afar or some people you literally just have to cut them off mm-hmm. completely because it's like, okay, this person is negative. We friends, but what is, what is like, what is serving this friendship? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I benefiting from this besides we just we just friends yeah same thing you know? for work friends because mm-hmm. i feel like i worked a job where some people were negative mm-hmm. and it's just like sometimes you can't help shit who you on shift with yeah so it's kind of like making those boundaries of like they start gossiping mm-hmm. and talking about people that you kind of go find something i, I noticed a lot of negative leave. people are extremely messy yeah that the you messy leave, or just like change the subject mm-hmm. you know um stuff like that because you don't want to get caught up in just like I say, negative energy is contagious, mm-hmm. so you don't want to get caught up in it because, like, it can literally just swoop you in mm-hmm. sometimes. You don't want you to don't even notice it. it. Yeah. So it's just, like, self-awareness. Yeah, no, okay. self-awareness. But, yeah, just, um, I agree, like, um, getting just swept up into that negative energy and talk can be very easy in setting boundaries on, I don't talk about, about people, this, I don't talk do that, about yeah. this. Like I said, everybody kiki in the gossip from time to time but a person is just like every time y'all talk that's what it's about i feel like no nobody but negative people have time to talk about other people when you are an insecure people have nothing no have plenty of times on their hand to talk about and i can't Mm -hmm. do it because i feel like it deflects like what they feel about themselves is you're constantly looking at everybody else Mm -hmm. talking about everybody else like you can't even think about giving off negative energy to everybody else to make yourself weirdly feel better don't got time for it like that so just be careful um just being truthful with yourself when it comes to people that you surround with just noticing those habits and those patterns you're probably not tripping and it's always okay to have talks with people Mm -hmm. too especially like with somebody you close to and you like you want to have like a because i've had that before when i Mm -hmm. feel like somebody was like negative and i had like a real life sit down talk with them didn't end up working out at the end of the day but it's just kind of like it's okay to actually have or just like hey when it comes to this you can be really really mm-hmm. negative and this is the effect that it has so i feel like there's way to there's ways to say things without it being like mean mm-hmm. or you know like like you just on a ass mm-hmm. basically but definitely you have a talk with people if you feel like whatever it is is worth Self- preserving and, 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 and having and putting effort and then and then it's up to that person, like to what they do. Like but, we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The boundaries create those boundaries. Whatever those boundaries have to be for yourself, so you can stay positive. <laughs> All right, y'all. That is the end of the episode. We will see y'all next time. Next time. Bye. Bye.